Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. We're your hosts. I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Master Ryuho Okawa. Ryuho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. Alright, so today we have spiritual messages from Metatron, Light in the Times of Crisis by Riho Okawa. So this is one of these spiritual interview series. It is a uh, book about justice and the world. It's very profound in its entirety, in its essence. And also, there's some things you should know before you read this book. So I'll just read part of the preface. It states, This book presents an objective review of the earth by a savior from outer space. I think that we should accept the content with humility. By Riho Okawa. And who is Metatron? You might be wondering. Metatron is a space being from planet Include in Sagittarius. A part of Jesus Christ's space soul named Amor. He is also one of the gods of light. In the past, when major battles occurred on Earth, he provided support as a symbol of the cosmic power to bring peace to the world on Earth. He was once born in Mesopotamia about 6,500 years ago. Currently, he is supporting El Cantare, who has been incarnated on Earth as Riho Okawa. So, yeah, this book, it's so profound. It's... Imagine a savior was watching the planet from outer space with a dispassionate view, but a careful eye about how things were progressing on Earth. And he wanted to give some messages to intervene with the course that human history is uh, taking. That's what is being provided here. It is a savior's perspective about how the world is, how it will be, unless we make changes. And I think there's a lot of issues that are affecting the earth that he warned us about. And one of the main ones was the coronavirus pandemic and China's strategy. So, of course, the uh, pandemic continues to spread and um, variants continue after variants. But it's important that politicians around the world know the answer. What is the answer? The answer is that this virus originated in a bio-laboratory in Wuhan, China. It didn't happen as a result of spontaneous generation. It was intentionally spread, intentionally created, and now it's being intentionally used for certain purposes. It's being used by countries to control their populations, to harm other countries, or to spread values that go against God's will. So that's something that we need to know about and be prepared to accept. You know, most Western nations believe in things like uh, democratic values and basic human rights or rule of law or separation of powers. But there are other countries right now that are spreading that don't believe these things. They don't believe that humans have rights. And they believe that the amount of brainwashing they can conduct is the amount of votes they will receive. So if they brainwash 100% of the country, then they will have 100% support in the polls. That's a very scary issue that we're dealing with today. So I, I have my partner here, John, and he's read the book, and he has some interesting takes that he'd like to share, or some things that maybe stood out to him. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, a lot stood out to me in this book. Um, you know, and I think right off the bat, like I, I really appreciate just that this book was published. You know, it's such a direct uh, analysis and really a macroscopic analysis um, of the state of the world right now and kind of the the nature of the battlefield that all of us are a part of. And you know, so yeah, I mean, the weaponized coronavirus being used to kind of make you know, nations around the world just submit to China is horrible. And it really, you know, it's gradually maybe coming to the light, but, you know, on a general sociopolitical scale. I appreciated, you know, in particular that the, the comparison of contemporary China to Nazi Germany. And I think that that's a very important comparison that needs to be emphasized because Nazi Germany um, was doing horrific things for uh, over a decade before uh, there was any intervention from you know, other nations at the time. And China has been doing horrific things. I mean, in the you know for several decades, and and there you know even historically there were um, certainly there's a record of uh, human rights violations on a large scale. Um, but at the present time. It really is uh, something terrible that we're just not really, uh, you know, we're starting not to turn a blind eye to it, thankfully. Uh-huh. There's been progress, but it's it's kind of slow. And I think raising awareness about that um, and how dangerous it is, you know, like, because it's, it's essentially, you know, I, I, they, there's a comparison in this book of comparing China to, like, an own cult, which there was a, a, a cult in Japan, uh, for those who don't know, the 1990s, and they became a terrorist group. And, you know, really, if you think of the structure of China, there is a totalitarian leader who brainwashes everybody, like you were saying, Dylan, and if you don't abide with that, you will be executed. And they're using terrorist tactics to keep the world in submission and change the global landscape directly. And it's, yeah, it's a horrific thing. Yeah. And so what can we do to stop that? It's covered in this book as well. It says we don't need Machiavellian type leaders who are just going to break you know, morals to take actions. But what we need is people who can receive inspiration from heaven, people who can get the right perspective and ultimately make a containment around China. And to do that, you need decisiveness. He said, you need someone as decisive as Winston Churchill and as a leader. You can't gamble having a regular leader in these time, times of crisis. You need a bold leader like that. Someone who's willing to stand up and do what's right, even against the global perception, even against the limited perspective that human beings sometimes show in these kind of eras. And what's stopping us from doing that? Well, one thing is we see the socialist movements strengthening around the world in various places. And that's kind of putting a bias on how people are, are viewing politics, government, and what they want in their lives. A lot of people are saying, I just want to vote for a party that's going to give me more handouts, more free money, more free things. And I don't really care about world justice. I don't care about what a country is doing across the ocean. But that kind of view leads to people like Hitler who can expand their power unobstructed. So in times of crisis, we need bold leaders who stand up for what's right and put a stop to evil. 
even if it doesn't benefit every person's direct bank account, it's going to benefit the world in the long run. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I think that, again, you know, the spreading of the socialist ideologies, uh, whether in, in the form of parties or more subtly, just as something pervasive in, in different civilizations, uh, mm -hmm. including the United States, of course, uh, it's something that changes the spiritual landscape of that place by weakening um, the willpower of people. You know, having everything for free means you're, you don't learn self-reliance, obviously. So, you know, and it allows, um, you know, that uh, cynicization to occur. You know, and it's interesting, too. I, I think, you know, China, despite being a communist nation, they're also very nationalist, which is something that, you know, generally uh, communism is not supposed to be nationalist. You know, so I think it's an interesting principle. And, and you could see how that is spread. You know, their vision of things is spread through the world. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it does make some people feel uncomfortable to hear this, but a savior is telling humanity that the Anglo-American idea of free trade, human rights, basically giving people freedom and democracy and faith, that is what the saviors are wishing for. I know some people have had bad experiences with those kind of values in the past, but that's the only way we can really overcome this strong power from the dark side of the universe. Because we think that human beings are making decisions on Earth, but when it comes to the level of nuclear-powered countries that have strong militaries, strong technology, and strong uh, government control, they are actually, surprisingly, receiving extra help behind the scenes from extraterrestrials who support their ideology. So countries such as the United States, or similar countries to that, are receiving help from extraterrestrials, but so are other countries. And countries like China are using these aliens from the dark side of the universe who want to expand their power, expand their military might, and start to take other countries' territory. And when they do that, it really gives them more power on Earth because that vibration of control, the chaos of the other countries, that gives the dark forces more and more power to take further and further control. So it's a really strange but true situation of what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So um, now we have the Savior's power who's coming to this earth. And in uh, section 7 or chapter 7, it says, A message from the gods of Genesis. Why must we make the world on earth the place where the good side wins? So why is it important that a good world overcomes an evil world? Well, it's important because without it, we will continue to reincarnate into a more and more hellish world. We will continue to be born into a world that gets more and more towards the world of devils. So we want to make the world a better place so that in the future we can be born into a good world and create utopia repeatedly and the cycle continues. That is the positive cycle and that only can exist when the Savior's words are propagated, when good things overcome evil things, and when groups like uh, communism are ultimately defeated and replaced by freedom. So,
freedom is one of God's principles, and that's something that has to overcome coercion and control. That will bring about virtue and wisdom on earth. So um, you can find this book online on Amazon.com, and you can learn more at OkawaBooks.com. So could I ask my partner John to read from the afterword to end today's session? From the afterword. Unless global justice is established, there will be no end to the coronavirus crisis, earthquakes, heavy rains, floods, and heat waves. This situation is not due to CO2, but because the life consciousness of planet Earth itself wants to reduce the number of about 8 billion humans infesting its surface. Increase the good and decrease the evil. Strengthen faith in God or Buddha. Stop the proliferation of those who have become conceited due to the progress of materialistic science. The light of the future will never shine in those who scoff at the words of the Savior. We all come. Thank you very much. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, though. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.